trip and then you turn. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Phil Hill's the fucking heat, man. Well, it's I the only it. elevation change there. And cutting so, corners, but yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Cutting corners like the entire podcast. <laughs> cotton yeah. corners, but yes. Oh, 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 oh. But no, but I mean you you're not lying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's start this thing. Are we ready? I don't know. I'm starting it anyway. I'm the one who is late. Welcome to Everyone Racers, a show designed for the world of low-dollar racing and oddball car culture. It doesn't matter what kind of lemma champ or lucky track dog league you run, SCC or NASA, we won't discriminate as long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, news and notes from the world of amateur endurance racing, and whether it's on the spot, hella sweet. But we're lucky enough and Chrissy gives us just the tip. We're sure you'll giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. And I'm Mental. And thanks for coming back and listening to another vaping episode of our podcast. Why are we vaping? It's episode 209 and the Subaru S209 debuted in 2019 as a 63 thousand dollar limited production of the wrx sti bigger turbocharger gave the 2.5 liter boxer 341 horsepower and 330 foot pounds of torque so iron that hat brim grab your vape pen and chat start checking those boxes off that e1r bingo card it's included in the show notes what you working on who's going first me chrissy we should put this in the notes we should put in the notes go. who goes. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm saying to... it helps if you say what you're working on, Chrissy. Usually there's a lead in of who you want to talk. Anyway, um, Fair. Uh, I haven't fine. done one of these in a while. Yeah, right. Uh, it's your first time. It's cool. Uh, there was so we had a little bit of relaxing, put the boat in the water again, which was lovely. And then Sunday morning, we went to our local uh, car show. We brought our fancy Corvette and our NSX. Uh, this car show was the Birdsboro car, car show uh, held by the um, Birdsboro Women's Club at the high school. So totally legit. It's really like you can basically see the high school from our house. So we decided, let's just go over it. Uh, well, that's a all- good distance for the Corvette because <laughs> you're reasonably sure it's going to make it that far. Hey, we've been I figure a little bit. A, yeah. high sc- a high school that close to your house. Why wouldn't you have brought the Citroen? Because we'd have to go get it further. A, first of all, so it's yeah. a Citroen and you'd have to go <laughs> to uh, 20 minutes the wrong way. No, no, minutes, I, I just I just met because it was a high school parking lot and there's a dildo on the shifter. Oh, sure. <laughs> and then the Citroen probably wouldn't have made it from our house. <laughs> the nope. Corvette made it. Citroen would not. So, uh, yes, we did not have that. So uh, right after that, we didn't stay all day because it was like all day. Uh, but we ha- I had we had uh, my little sister over and we provided some adult supervision and we did a car work day with her. We did brakes and uh, forced her to wash the car, uh, allowed them to drive Scooty. And it was amazing. Uh, and sorry. does your little sister still have the Mazda three that you did yes. the motor swap in? Yes, she did. Not no, the motor swap one. Not no. the motor swap one. A different one. That one's different gone. Mazda it, it was a, it's, a, it's a different Mazda three. We did the Mazda. We did. Whole the families littered with Mazda Mazdas. threes for everybody. You Basically. get a Mazda three, and you get a Mazda three, and, <laughs> and all of you trashed them except for me. So um, I didn't yes. trash mine. No, I'm sorry. Well, the, those, yours literally those... was full of trash. Yeah, I was going to say, but yeah, by, yeah, by, by the by the definition of trash, you absolutely, yeah, yes. right, yeah. yes. The other ones just got 
beat and banged up a little bit, but uh, my sister loves it. So she ta- takes pretty good care of it. Um, she does like she was uh, she needed to put air in one of the back tires and she knows how to do it and said, can you hook up your your compressor and and she'll handle it. And she did. So it was great. Uh, so, yeah, we had a nice time. And then we had the family over for dinner after that. So, yeah, nice weekend. And Chris, will talk more about the work that he is doing. Jeff, what are you working on? Uh, work, work and more work. I actually had a bingo card. I know. I actually had a real day off. Unlike the fake day off I had last week, which was not less than 24 hours. Um, So I cut the grass and I cleaned the pool. Wow. And then uh, didn't you have to uh, close, close, close? I'm not not familiar. I'm unfamiliar with the concept. Close to the pool. In, in, In wintry climates, you must cover it. Or else when you open it in the spring, like the frogs are in it. It's like, rip, 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 rip. and the leaves and the so leaves, leaves. the leaves of the hard part. Yeah. Um, while I was coming home from work and like in the middle of the night, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm back in my office. I'm at my desk. Um, the, the office is sort of back to just the what the, the half of the furniture is back in, but not all of it. Uh, but all Don't the carpet is that. back. Don't show your people your mess. It's, junk. It's, yeah. it's still construction it's everyone 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 who knows jeff is yeah. expecting a mess yeah, no, no 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 here what chris just said this. he missed it clean desk what Whoa. that'll last about because, 12 more minutes because he didn't because he didn't put anything <laughs> on it yet he just moved it there yes i don't even have yeah. any of the drawers in yet chris suggested so we do not show us your job that's a good oh. idea yeah don't don't show my job <laughs> uh yeah so that's what i did i i moved furniture on and then i cleaned my pool i mean that's it no car work sorry next weekend no no next weekend i'm going camping weekend after that i have a set date to pull the motor of the Z and put a roll bar in my brother's Miata. And then bring the Z to a shop to bring the Z to a shop. Absolutely. Do all the work. Great. Cool. Uh, well, I mean, like the, the frame, are we trying to do the frame? Shirt? Yeah. Yank the frame. Yeah. We need a body shop to, it needs, it needs the front end cut off and a new one welded on and the quarter panel Ooh, cut off and a, and a new one welded on. So yeah. We're doing all that and still not going with a new Z. It's it's, Z's are not that easy to find, and yeah. this one's already has a cage, cage in it and, and, and all the, the other stuff that we've done. Pain. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna yeah, have to sure. redo a good bit of the swap stuff because the front cross member building and clearancing yep. and stuff will have to be redone again, but that's all right. Yep, anyway, Chris, what are you working on? Cool, the Mazda, uh, yeah. It's all done. I that, thought. I thought it was like smooth. Yeah. Everything was Saturday. Well, Saturday finished buttoning things up. You just get, I adjusted the subframe after it was it was moved out of position slightly by an errant Integra at Thompson. Did an alignment. Got the wheels on. So okay, let's see if this works because there's no shift cables in it yet. So I Chrissy gets in, steps on the clutch. Ike. So I grab the linkage. I got to put it in gear. Nope. Goes fine with the car off. I shifted and all the gears, everything's fine. But once the car's on, doesn't work mm. at all. Will not go into gear, despite the fact that the clutch hydraulics work fine. It's a speed three slave mm. cylinder, a speed three master cylinder, all works fine. Looking at the hydraulics, works great. You can watch it, goes through its full travel, no problem. The pedal feel perfect. Stock 
doesn't there's no weird gaps there's nothing works fine but the clutch does not release so mm. pulled it pulled it all back apart trans is out on the floor so i look at the clutch it's fine did you put it in the right way well this is the question according <laughs> to the directions the the i thought i must have put this in backwards i am an idiot i get the clutch out I look at it, and the one side of the clutch says gearbox side in German. And that was the side pointing toward in German. the gearbox. Okay. What's, yeah, what's the Luke word for clutch. gearbox side? In Ge- I knew it. Uh, Getriebsbesitz. <laughs> I knew you'd know it. Uh, can, can I, <clears throat> excuse me, can I mention that the reason that we are, that I said, did you put it in the wrong way, is because how many times have we put in a clutch for the first time in a new car the wrong way? I like we've done that, I think, to two different E36s. E36s, because the, the instructions yes. are wrong, and we know right. that. That's 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 we didn't why know it we went there. But After. our instructions might yeah. might be wrong. I, I just don't assume that Chris doesn't know how to put in a clutch. Well, I looked at plan. on the, this clutch set. Getrieves Bizet. I put it gearbox side, and this is a stock Speed Three Trans with a stock Speed Three. It's an aftermarket replacement, but made by the company that makes the OEM ones, Clutch. It is an aftermarket flywheel because... Is it a GetTrack? What is it? Who made that transmission? Uh, Asian. Oh, okay. I thought they were an Asian company, not a German company. Well, but they use a German Clutch. I don't know. Whatever okay. they are. It's fine. So um, <laughs> the and it's an aftermarket flywheel because the Speed 3 has a dual mass that's really expensive and terrible. So this is like the common upgrade for a Speed 3 is you use this particular flywheel with this particular clutch and okay, works fine. So all of that completely stock, essentially. Like this is the normal setup. Doesn't work. And the block so, in the Speed 3 is the same block. Block is exactly the same. Yep. Yeah. That, would, that wouldn't affect disengaging anyway. Like, yeah. No, I mean, it this could is... have a different, you could have a different pilot nose, you know. No, nope, that's leg. all the same, same parts. Actually, yeah. well, the pilot bearing is different, but I'm using a Speed 3 pilot bearing. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. outer diameter, the same. But even then, once the pilot bearing is engaged, it's holding itself all there. It's That doesn't do anything with the clutch. The clutch slides on yeah. the input shaft. Well, no, I was just thinking like the, the, the like uh, bell housing locating things could sure. be different, but. Yep, nope. Bell same housing block. distance, all the same. All goes together. Right. So I, I'm at this point not really sure what to do. So I'm sitting there, I'm reading everything I can find any forum about speed threes, about clutches not going in. People say, oh, maybe it's backwards, maybe it's backwards. But no one even says, like, which way does it go? My shop manual shows it the way I put it in. A different shop manual I, I, that someone had posted a link of, and they said, oh, no, that's wrong. But theirs was the other way. And they said, no, that's wrong. I'm watching videos on people doing this. I see one video where they put it in the way I did. I see a different video where they put it in the other way, but different. These are different clutches. They're not the same one yeah, I yeah. have. Looking at the clutch and the pressure plate and everything together, I think that the the way I put it in, which is the way it says to do, you know, get sleeps is that that way looks like it has more interference with the pressure plate because that's where the, the, the part of the clutch, one side always sticks out further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the sticky outy part was toward the pressure plate. Looking at that, I can see where there's a greater chance of interference there than the other side. If I put the sticky eddy part into the flywheel, because of the way the flywheel is being not a dual mass flywheel, there's room there for it to go. And there's no interference on the, the flat side of the clutch with the pressure plate at all. Jeff. The name of this episode is now the sticky eddy part. 
Okay. I'm just telling you that right now. I need that to be happen. That actually kind of works for what's going to happen this weekend anyway. So yeah, totally. Yeah. So I'm essentially out of ideas aside from put the clutch back in, in the way that it doesn't say to do it and see what happens because it can't hurt. There's nothing else wrong. And it looks to me looking at all the parts, holding them up, just putting them, moving them around, feeling behind them, like looking carefully. It's less chance of interference, putting it in backwards. When you have eliminated all of the logical possibilities, the illogical makes sense. I got nothing else. So next week I have a new pilot bearing coming because the other one went in a little rough. So I'm figured it's a part I'm replacing it again. And I've got, uh, what else do I have? That's about, I mean, a couple other little things. Like I, as I took, I had to drop the subframe this time instead of the engine. And uh, I noticed some of the original sway bar end links with 253,000 miles on them. Well, the boots are torn. So I said, well, I guess I should replace those because they're $15 each. Yeah, yeah. So it's like $10 rock auto done. Yeah. And, exactly. and that's all probably 422sucks.com. Sorry, Chris, yeah, I stepped on you. Oh, I was just going to say you should tell them about the new thing you bought. Is it a sticky outy thing? You bought a new toy. Oh, it's definitely oh, yes. a sticky outy thing. If oh, it's yeah. a toy. I bought a I bought a transmission jack at Harbor Freight. Ooh. Because this I transit, look at them all the time and I got a this sticky, I should have heavy. a sticky yeah. uppy thing. This trans is heavy. It like yeah. the sock one I can kind of grab and muscle this one. Nope. It's a good 50 pounds heavier than the other one. Wow. It's that much bigger. It's huge. So uh yeah, transmission jacket made it so much easier. It was amazing. Like like it was built for this stuff. <laughs> I, I I might need that for two weekends from now when I'm <laughs> messing with the Z. Okay. okay. Max. Uh, right. Yeah. So it were actually, and I dropped the subframe with it too. And once I unbolted the steering rack and some suspension stuff, put that under it, pulled the four big bolts out of the subframe, lowered the transmission jack. Much nicer than trying to like bench press it on your back. Yeah. And, and you can't, you can't ever get your elbows in there to get any yeah. mass. You're like really forearming it. Yeah. It's terrible. Yes. So anyway, hey, I say a clutch in a flip speed it and three. send it. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Like, what if else are we going to do? In a speed three, let me know. But uh, this is all I got left at this point because everything else works. And this is, it's a, the sticky outy part doesn't stick out that much. Like, it's a pretty. The backspacing the, of the clutch disc is pretty, is not much. Pretty it's zero. Pretty minor. Yeah. I like it. I mean, worst case, I just have to pull it out again. But you've got a new transmission uh, jack. So who cares? That's terrible. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Mets, anyway. I think you're up. So I did the Vegas Auto Fest, posted a lot to our Instagram page. I, I, I know I posted probably 100 things onto the story because there was just some amazing hardware up there. That was a blast. Uh, it started out very you know hot and sweaty. And then uh, after we got everybody parked and the entitled people got over themselves, a lot of fun, highly recommended. Come out and see a low-key uh, car show. Got to meet a couple new guys while I walked around and judged. I think we did a, a very fair job of picking our favorites. Got a new to me car last Thursday. So excited uh, by this. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to be uh, packing because tomorrow three of us head to California. And uh, after the Vegas Auto Fest, one of the uh, folks who displayed there, he's a member of the uh, Red Rock Country Club Motor Club Uh We've had John Polnick on the show. If you watch that or if you watch Porsche Road Trip, you know of Rami. So Rami had one of his, he had three cars there on display. He needed help getting them back to his house. And he, hey, which one do you want to drive? And he thought I would take his 911 GT3 RS. 
which is an amazing car. And I've driven it. You've I, driven I, one of those. before. I right? have. So instead I drove his meticulously restored 1978 Euro spec nine thirty. Oh, and you didn't die. Oh, everything. Did you die? Yes. Everything you've ever heard or read about that car. 100% true. Absolutely. It is uh, trying to kill you. Constantly. If you want children to stop texting and driving, give them all air cool 70s, 911s. Because I mean, even like at freeway speeds. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, four speed because that's all you need. You and turbo lag, you got to wait for it. Like, all right, let's go. You do. But when it comes oh, on. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Rami, uh, Rami is a, uh, he's insane. And this is from a guy called mental on purpose. So I'm, he, it was, his, <laughs> it was his dad's car and it was driven in New York forever. It was slowly dying. He got it from him, surprised him with an absolute, you know, hundred point concourse restoration. His dad said, this was so nice. It's wonderful. Thank you. I'm 72 years old i cannot operate a clutch anymore just keep it there in las vegas so this thing uh so i'm trying to be respectful of this car as i'm driving so i'm like i think i'm doing 10 over rami's also got a g-wagon and another friend of ours is driving his uh 911 gt3 rs and as i'm doing maybe 10 over both of them blow past me at triple digits yeah like you friggin you know grandparent okay we'll play third gear Wait for it. Wait for it. Boost. (laughs) And yeah, it was drive your heroes. I, 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 yeah, (laughs) I'm not sure if she's listening, but if you're out there, Steph, get your hands back on the table. Stop I, that until later. All right. I actually, I be, I sent her videos of it because I'm. I actually oh. sent her. I texted her videos and said, "You're the one that will fully appreciate this." Oh, we all appreciate it. She just <laughs> probably <laughs> orgasmed over it. I'm sorry. I, I so did I. I'll be honest. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm there. I'm there. I'm. Uh, I would prefer a later one with a better transmission, but I'm there. Yeah. It was yeah, fantastic. So, uh, and uh, just because Jeff was asking if I have, do I have share screen? I'm gonna. Uh, if not, I can make it. Right, I'm gonna need you to give me share screen real quick, <laughs> and we'll go through this because we actually have a lot to cover. We're gonna do a virtual track walk of the of the butt. <laughs> We've got some great races coming up this weekend. So while Jeff is still working, I'm, I'm on all participants undisabling my uh, try on, try on, on, and this is. For Jeff, because Jeff specifically asked, he wanted to see, uh, oh, see. Oh, the interior of your new car. Yes, it is. Unfortunately, it's not, not Pasha, a, is it? It oh. is not a Pasha. I knew it wouldn't be. Uh, it has been redone, uh, not badly, just not period correct. So let me get. All right. So share. Let's see what the desktop brings up because it's fighting with me here on this let's go with the desktop number one why is it why is it not the porn on sharing it. like I make sure it's the one that there you go uh, it's coming up uh something's coming up my porn is yeah, that's porn what she said <laughs> all right so let's oh, that's see. not bad uh, yeah so there it is so it's been refinished uh it is it's 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 not in bad shape so there's a couple of pics yeah it looks see and then looks solidly okay 
Yeah. For a desert and car, especially like pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And of course it is naturally rust free. There's uh, a yeah. the shot as I bought it. And of course you can check it out on our Instagram. I did the, uh, the weird science routine. It is an 83 S, but it does so, not have uh, either of the There spoilers. are people not looking at this only listening. I'm sorry. So, so this is a 1983 Porsche 928 S uh, almost slightly darker than the risky business color. Yeah. What color is it? Like, it's I, I would say like bronze. It's brown. It's, yeah, brown. It's, brown. it's, it's brown. a brown. It's a brown, brown. 80s Porsche. An 80s yeah. Porsche oh. can be brown and be cool. So there yes. you go. Yes. And uh, I had some illusions about trying to do the uh, paint, even though the fenders and the hood are aluminum and the doors are aluminum, but the car's metal. Uh, and uh, JP got in the car and rode around and said, no, 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 no. It's, it's you know, you could restore it and it's still going to be a 150,000 mile Porsche. It's never going to go on, bring a trailer. It's in. Plus that you're probably never going to get rid of it. Embrace the rat. And that's my current plan. I'm going to, I'm going to make it mechanically nice, but yeah, the interiors or the exterior, it's not getting done while I own it. Yeah. No, nope. No, not at all. I, so now it is now the rat 928. Nice. Hmm. I, I think you could rattle can it any color you want. Uh, or vinyl wrap it. I think it's even funnier. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about that later during uh, uh listener feedback because uh, all right. One of our teammates slash listeners has a wonderful suggestion. News and notes time is my suggestion. Apparently. Do you want to talk about it? No. What? News and notes? No, you no uh, this article. Okay. Well, I racing. Oh, no, that's, at- that's your article because uh, I don't like that team. Okay. Great. I racing. Jeff, and- Jeff hates winners. Apparently, <laughs> iRacing and the Mercedes AMG Petronas Formula One team announced today that the race team will bring multiple real F1 vehicles to the iRacing digital world. The first vehicle will be the Mercedes AMG F1 W12 E performance that currently leads the world's constructor championship standings. This should be followed by uh, about a year later uh, with one of the one that just looks like we like what we have for the Aston Market logos on it. Um, according to the press release, partnership the partnership is. She, the she la- butchered my joke. It's okay. Yeah, I did. Uh, the partnership <laughs> is the latest example of the strengthened co- commitment by the iRacing by iRacing to adding the world's premier cars and the tracks to an already a robust s- simulation experience. Uh, soon to come, right after they do that software update, I'll be whining to Chris. Uh, can we bring the F1 cars of the E1R Race League, please? Can we bring the E1R cars? The and my, my joke was, them, there's, so. there's all the stuff on the steering wheel. Like, I have my little <laughs> Like, how would you do that? your brake bias? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need a little bit. You, everybody's in the in your ears going to be like, uh, s- uh, simulation B. <laughs> yes, simulation yes. B. Simulation B. My, my joke was, a year after Mercedes launches it in iRacing, Aston Martin will put one out that looks just like it. But pink. No. But oh. pink, yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Sorry. I didn't I didn't okay. think anybody would get it if I said BWT. So it's okay. Hey, did anybody get a Ford Mach E in Canada? Hey? Nope. Well, Not Canada. Don't have a Mach E. Good. Because oh, the, the ones in Canada, the roofs are gonna fall off. <laughs> what? Yep. Yep. Check the Zophic article. Apparently the roofs are falling off. That's all. Like, like in the notes. Uh, uh, so, so wait a minute. This is the second new Ford that has to get a re- roof replaced. Because you remember yeah, the Broncos. Broncos are attached. The Broncos are removable roofs. You're supposed to be on roof. No, that's no, a bad yeah. thing. That shouldn't fall off. Yeah. Oh, hosers. 
Yeah, right. sorry. Cool, good-looking stuff that doesn't fall off. Guys, custom bracelets. Was at the auto show this weekend. Got lots of compliments on mine. She even had a booth set up. You can only get these on Instagram. Check them out. Guys, custom. Tell them everyone racer sent you. Tell them mental sent you. Tell them Jeff sent you. I don't know. It's cool. Should, stuff. Shouldn't know me, but whatever. I'm coming races. Champ is at Harris Hill in Texas. 44 cars. Now we're in Texas. So what do you what do you think is the Miata <laughs> to BMW ratio? I would say I don't know. I don't know Texas well enough. I, I know what trucks. I I know what I thought before I saw this. And... <laughs> I would imagine more Porsches. Like there would be two more Porsches in I a see, Texas race. I thought there'd be the more Mustangs. Like that's like yeah. that's oh, Texas, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Texas Mustangs. So Mustangs. here's the numbers. But it's but of it's the... Austin, so yeah. Okay, but still, yeah. of the 44 cars, there's six BMWs, which is oh, boring. Boring. Yeah. But, but that's Slightly a, boring. a reasonable ratio. Like, reasonable ratio. That, that's not an upsetting ratio. It's not like AER, where a 44, well, there's 30 BMWs. Um, <laughs> Miatas, there are 19. Holy 19 cow. Miatas. That's like almost I didn't half know, the field, actually. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that many ladies needed their hair done. Absolutely. Seriously. Who knew? Uh, <laughs> Two Hondas, one Porsche, which is a 924. Nice. And a, T- and a TR6. Good. Good. Ah, love that. TR6. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. 72. That's a good, that's a good year. That's a chrome bumper one. It's 1970. Um, Lemons is double tapped. First, we're going to talk about the uh, NCM in, in Kentucky National Corvette Museum. There are 82 cars there. 11 of them are BMWs. Boring. Boring. Hey, but that's 11 out of 82. It's not, like, not that bad. Acceptable. Um, yeah. Still boring. Right, right. Yeah. Sure. Six Miatas, one Honda, one Porsche. Zero, zero Porsche, excuse me. Plus some Lemons first. Not Ooh. only are there four Corvettes at NCM, but finally Corvette. Lemons has a Cadillac XLR. Uh, I, my arms are pumping right now. $500, $500 my ass. Uh, it's a okay because it's, it's a Corvette. An XLR? Well, you cannot yeah. get it. Oh. Well, yeah, apparently we pictures. like the taillights are worth a couple thousand dollars yeah, exactly. because they only made a few of them. So you start selling that yeah. and like the hard top part. I guess. And well, weird and so we stuff. so we got that. We got the, all this information from Fethos Derek Root. Uh, but Eric says they tried all that. Couldn't sell any of it because apparently <laughs> XLR has. guys refused to buy used parts. Oh, well, hmm. good for them. Okay. Uh, fifth host, Eric Rude, was also unreasonably excited about the first Eagle Summit wagon. Nice. I find it hard to believe there hasn't been a Summit wagon before. Uh, Eric would Not know, that, though. It's, it's a Mitsubishi product, Jeff. So, it, I mean, come on. And I would also argue it's it may very well be the last existing Eagle Summit wagon. Uh, <laughs> I thought back in the day when Sasha was running his Stanza wagon, there was also a Summit wagon. No, no, no. Now there's been Eagle wagons, but the Eagle Summit was it's the a, uh, it's a Mitsubishi. Square. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a Mitsubishi Expo LRV yeah. or whatever, which is also like a, a Colt Vista wagon at the time. And, oh, that. I think there was a Colt. It's like Vista it's a wagon. tall Expo, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it might have been a Colt Vista. I think you're right. Yep. Nope, no clue about any of these things. Finally, a Toyota Avalon. It's the first uh, the Toyota PE groups uh, old one lap car because oh, we know this. 
maybe yeah, we, we've yeah, raced we've, against we, this we were raced against this this is awesome uh they wrecked both of their uh, fx16 and their celica eric is expecting uh penalty laps but the team doesn't because they oh they seem they don't seem to mind good on them everybody expects it to be quick which we know hmm. it is yeah we, it's surprisingly we quick for an avalon quite yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric gave us a list of other good shit. So I guess we'll mention these. Uh, there's an 86 Pontiac Bonneville. It better be an SSEI with the supercharged motor and it Which better be the, green that's the, and gold. That's, that's the all jug of Lexus, right? That's the jug of Lambo. I thought, well, that's, that's the nineties one An 86 that's Bonneville. Trip. That's like, uh, oh. that's, that's like the first front drive Bonneville. Yeah. Ever. That was, but that they weren't doing the SSEIs yet. That came. Are you sure? Yeah. Actually, because... no, he's a hundred percent right. Yeah, so my was... buddy, Ton France, and this is how I'm, I am. I, I know all of my car things. His father had an SSEI and that was junior high school. Oh, and I graduated the, the, in 91. So the yeah, I'm calling, Bonne... I'm, I'm calling old man card on you. Fine. I just Googled the 86 Bonneville. It's a body on or like a rear drive V6. Like it's the old style. Oh. It's not even the new style at all. So yeah. I yeah, guess my it's 89, terrible. he's probably like an 89. Anyway, uh, yeah. yet another Ford Pinto wagon, which has to mean a large percentage of the surviving Pinto wagons are now just lemons cars. Um, and don't forget the one that they threw off the uh, helicopter making the blues brothers. So that, <laughs> that ended a couple uh, two pre Lyndon Baines Johnson era Plymouths. That's Excellent. awesome. I think we've seen both of them. Not, they're not new. Uh, a Buick oh. Opal Isuzu, which we suspect is going to be Yuri, because who else has that kind of crap? Uh, the IOE, IOE team from NOLA and the fun crew from Pitt team. It's, it's, it's. Now, so, they're, it? they're from they're from the swamp, so it's yeah, yeah, team, it's, team yeah, go or go, oh, yeah, it's e, go, it's E A U X. Yeah. I thought it was G hyphen E A U X. Go, well, I don't know, whatever. Go Tigers, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what they're trying to go with. Go Tigers, and they they have lots of uh, boiled peanuts and stuff. Uh, they have a Mercedes Nova, whatever. I don't know what it is. It's a mashup. Uh, knowing those guys, it's going to be hysterical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, there's a uh, an El Camino in Kentucky. <laughs> what is that? That's just in quotes. Uh, Ho Chunk Cherokee draped over the SC 400. We love that hat cars for the win. Uh, Eric added that he's also pumped to see several Mazda Familia Ford Escort relatives in the field. There's an Escort GT, a Mazda Protege, an MX3, and a Ford ZX2, which make Eric pull his old man card and say, I had one of these as a kid. All right. So Jeff, I got to give us a Pontiac Bonneville update. The first front drive generation was from 87 to 91, which they did have an SSE model in that time frame. Oh. <clears throat> but the first SSEI was part of the ninth generation. And that was in 1992 was the first SSEI. Oh, man, I find, big I, I'm heavy gonna... Pontiac switches. I remember this. Yeah, and my... that was the first time they started putting stuff on the steering wheels. My friend's dad also had one of those, an SSEI. It was green with a beige interior. Green, green and, and gold. Green with gold that, accents. That's the same The same gentleman who bought that Bonneville SSEI also bought the, my 1984 Corvette brand. I was going to say, is that where the Corvette came from? Yep. Nice. Kind of gentleman that appreciates the Bonneville SSEI also appreciated the 84 Corvette. 
Oh, well. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so back to the race. It's a Midwest heavy race. There's a lot of very quick stuff at the pointy end of the field that we're used to. Tata's, the Sky Ute thing. Uh, also the Shittles Miata, the, the TMMI Camry, which is one before. Uh, the Cherokee with the Lexus under it. The donut media themed 350Z that Metal Gitzel gave a lot of laps to, which is fair. Uh, also, Luke's loose lug nuts and their their quick Maxima, the 699 Thunderbird, with that ridiculous small black Chevy and trick suspension in a Thunderbird. That's yes. a lot of effort. Eric thinks Class B should be pretty tight. I said the PBR guys are my favorite in B, usually about exactly in the middle on lap time, and usually just about cracking the top ten overall. So almost completely invisible. If you're not looking for them, it's probably the most reliable Subaru ever in lemons, which is saying something. Absolutely. And finally button willow. And it's worth reminding our fabulous listeners that uh, I wear a large t-shirt. I prefer a fitted, not the Husky size. And I enjoy quality tequila. There are 100 cars, 11 of them, BMWs, good ratio, but still boring, boring, boring. Four Timiatas, three Hondas, three Porsches, and my first actual like real car, a 1977 Ford Mustang Cobra II. Oh, we saw oh. one of those at the Birdsboro Car Show. It was <laughs> it was heavily patinaed. Oh, that is so that great. Awesome. The little wheels and tires were so cute. They were so tiny. It is appropriately named the Charlie's Devils because Farrah Fawcett famously drove one in Charlie's yep. Angels. I am yep. so excited to see this car. Your expectations so. may be inappropriate, but that's okay. <laughs> no, if it's good, he's going to be happy. If okay. it's bad, he's going to be happy. <laughs> because it's a proper way for a bad Mustang to die. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. All right. Racing! <laughs> AR was at the Nelson's Ledges with only 19 cars entered and 14 Ooh. raced on Saturday. This is a very exciting In- race. Wow. You don't see we anybody. talked about that last week. I it know, but I, I found terrible. that there's still only 14 cars raced. So uh, Ruben Performance took first and second. Uh, with only one lap in between them, and then on on and then on third uh, was RSC Racing Sunday. RSC Racing t- top spot and Ruben Performance in second, third, and second place was on the same lap um, as the first. And there were only ten cars on Sunday. Oh, that's like that's like <laughs> the last HPE. close. That's like the last HPE session of Sunday when everyone else is left. Like, <laughs> was like, like I'm the last couple people going. <laughs> yeah, last couple like people we're an hour there. late. Yeah, my truck and is it's, packed. Yeah, it's always and it's always supposed to be up, like it's whatever group it is. It always ends up being the everyone else group. Just right, just right. go, just fuck all go. remaining right. cars. But all, right, but all, <laughs> the, all the all the fours yeah. and just don't be a dicks because you got ones out there, right? You're just yeah, like, exactly. Okay. Yeah. We <laughs> had to combine groups because we were running a little behind. And so. you get five fuck minutes. It. If you're still laps, here, come on out. Yeah, right. it's gonna be but a short one. Right. And you get out there, there's no one there. You're like, this is ridiculous. That's what <laughs> this is like. It's the last HBD session of the day. Oh, well. Uh, Champ Car was at Palm Beach Raceway. Saturday eight-hour race was level one in a Miata. Marathon Motorsports, three laps behind. And that same lap was Blue Steel in a Miata. Um, Sunday seven-hour race had two Gus and a Miata on top. Five seconds back was level one and 47 seconds behind them was Rotary Rocketeers, who took the fastest lap and apparently did not blow up there. 
Doritos, magic is, is spinning it, Doritos. Is it possible? All Mazda podium. That's weird. Yeah. That is good. Is it possible the name of that team is two guys in a Miata? It, it is. I'm sorry. Okay. That's right. It could be two Gus. Two I like Gus. Two Gus. Two, they both Gus wear overalls. Yep. It, yeah, there could be two guys named Gus, in which case, if, there's two, it's guys, if there are two sorry. people named no, no, hey, Chrissy, far be it for me to ever I mock know. a title. <laughs> right? But if you've but, got two people named Gus on your team, that needs to be part of your team be. name. It it just has to. I should have just said that's what it was. No, it was. Well, we're all screwed up from trying to pronounce G-Y-X <laughs> as oh, I was just... G-Y-X underscore customs. Watching yes. That? For our guys. Custom. Anyway, bracelets. Anyway. Uh, what's next? VI or VIR full course WRL two days of racing on Saturday. GTR 99 was on top team. ACP Tangerine was on the same lap a minute and a half back. Uh, Choice Racing was right behind them. We have no idea what kind of cars these were because WRL doesn't have that kind of information available. On Sunday, first place was Thunder Bunny Racing, and a minute behind them was Hammer Motorsports. It better have been some sort of Mercedes. And 26 behind them was Screaming Goat Racing. At the end of Sunday's race, the top seven were all within one lap. So seven cars all within wow. one lap. So that's a that's a hell of a race. And we don't yeah. know what the car count was either on this. So WRL, more uh, information. It, it, it was no, 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 no. It was, no, 50. Uh, it was 80, actually. Well, it 80. was 80, but 50 cars in the race. In the right. race. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's and, uh, plenty, plenty of DNS. Yeah. 50, I think, finished out of the 80. I apologize. I wrote yeah. that and then I figured nobody would ask. And uh, and really, the, we didn't have all this stuff because I didn't get a hold of WRL. They're actually very good about responding to us when we asked them. If you watch former guest Tyler Hoff's Instagram, he had a heartbreaking story where Kingpin Racing, which runs uh, one of their 911s, got held up by a car that as they waved the green flag, it's electronic shutdown. And they got pinned behind them while everyone else went around them. And it was just, and you could hear on the radio, I, dude, I, I can't go anywhere. It was just... They had to play catch up the rest of the day. It was awful. A long race, seven hour race, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where you where you start? Where you get get you? Yeah. I got all the fun ones. Yes, go ahead. These notes. Um, I posted a great picture of a car show, and Chris and I attended, uh, like we said, with the C4 and the NSX. Lots of great discussion, including Mental's old boss. But Tom P had a great comment. Uh, I LOL'd whenever I see a, saw a C4 in public. As uh, in, I made it made it to its destination. Even when I drove mine uh, to Bowling Green, and the other attendees were either you actually drove it from here to, to here from NY. Or I wanted to bring my C4, but whatever XXX fill in the blank broke uh, on it just before I left. <laughs> That's about right. Uh, it's it's the skip shift and the lack of fire. <laughs> odd fi- what is that? The cross ceasefire. Ceasefire. Cease cease yeah. That was it. Skip shift and ceasefire. It's just not going to make it. Well, we don't have skip shift because we get the four plus three. The skip oh, shift is only on the six beats. The, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so Eric K agreed on last week's episode. This was a great episode. Chrissy's enthusiasm for her track day event was contagious. Loved it. And As if about- Eric K, who is a known Porsche file, was not yeah. going to enjoy the part where we talked about Porsches. But Chrissy yeah. even Chrissy said, I'm sorry, I'm so excited. And we were all like, no, it's awesome seeing you this all excited. Right. It's great. I hey. love it. I still love it. Absolutely. I'm glad I talked you into going. That's really. <laughs> we were on my uh, eyes. 
<laughs> also about last week, Tim B said the detailing flame job you guys did on Jeff during the ceramic application segment made me laugh out loud. Your facial expressions while Jeff remained stove faced. OMG. <laughs> I, so Tim B knows me only by reputation. <laughs> Which is if not you wrong. actually got to see the vehicles that I typically drive, you would know that every bit of flame was completely worth it. <laughs> it completely was true. Yep. Completely and, uh, yeah, Tim Tim B going to be one of the chefs this weekend, and uh, oh, I uh, can't wait! Yeah, yeah. I, I, he's going to turn the, you out of vegan this weekend. Oh no, no! Yeah. Whenever, whenever Tim's, whenever Tim's at the track, nope. I, I, I play the uh, nope. I'm, uh, I'm not vegan. Cause I, I went to his house after Sonoma and he'd been had stuff in his smoker for like three days prior. And, oh yeah, no, Tim, Tim throws down on a grill, like few human beings on this planet. He is amazing. So looking forward to seeing him again this weekend. So oddly enough, mental's new 928 S83 in Brown on over beige, uh, got a lot of comments on the instance, of course, uh, Corey D uh, said a man who creates his own problems. Oh, wait. <laughs> and Al J said, Oh my, this will not end well. But you, you didn't even clip my favorite one. My favorite one was that the one that Tom Lamino put in our private chat where he says, <laughs> never make fun of my Volkswagens ever again. I think oh. my reply to that was even funnier. Uh, it's good. Yeah, it was definitely important, uh, but I'm not giving you credit. Dean, our boy, Dean, who is also a 944 racer, said, actually, there, actually are buy there, that, are now, there are now three Porsche racers in this podcast. Well, this well, yeah, I mean, you guys are <laughs> driving his 944. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Dean H actually purchased the 944 and prepared it to race and won a class, right? Did he win class? be with that yet i thought yeah. he won something mm-hmm. yeah at, at the 24 at the yeah. 24 cmp yeah so good job dean and he said quote you didn't actually buy that did you uh his better half jackie said real porsches are wrapped in purple just like I cannot that chris and chrissy are gonna yes, exactly weekend. i can't find fault with that you know if, if i'm gonna embrace the rat why not buy a bunch of uh, purple wrap off of amazon and when it falls apart put something else on it yeah, known Porsche-file Eric K, as we mentioned earlier, he also said, good luck with that man. Yep. And he's got uh, a 944 now, too. So, yeah. yes. A quick, quick. Well, he hasn't he actually purchased that yet. He's in oh, the he consideration hasn't. phase. Oh, just uh, buy it. Do Eric. you know when the last time the timing belt was done on that 928? So, the 4.7 liter, which is 234 horsepower, first available in 1980, first 983, is a non-interference motor. So, so it does not have the it? same. <laughs> well, Right now, the major challenge I have with that, and there'll be some videos coming on that, is the car won't shift out of first. So really, I I need to get it shifted. Oh, flip the uh, clutch plate. Flip the clutch plate. Take it all out. It's an auto. But uh, so I, I uh, initially the uh, the guy that had it was treating it kind of like a Chevy. And he said, yeah, I don't even know where to add transmission fluid. And I said, you know, the transmission's all the way in the back. Right. And he said, what? And I looked back there and the way you check uh, transmission on it's an automatic, the carpet, right? No, no, no. <clears throat> you have to crawl under the car. It's by the rear wheel. Oh. And uh, out of a reservoir, those who can't see me, I'm spreading my fingers about four inches apart. The uh, fluid level was about here. So I spent uh uh, last night, uh, getting the fluid or rather 
Monday night, I got the fluid up, started the car. It's a pressurized system. Got it to run through. It dropped immediately back to here. I yeah, filled it up. Fill it, fill it, fill it. It stayed full. I drove it to work on Tuesday and it won't shift out of first. Uh, I have a 12 you drove mile- all the way to work on first gear. I have a 12 mile commute over surface streets with stoplights and three school zones. Wow. Not I like you never- used to. Exactly. I occasionally, uh, you know, when I get up to 45 miles an hour, when there's enough traffic clearance, the engine's turning at about 4,000 RPMs and then another stoplight. So I don't worry about it. And I would add on the Instagram, the GDO man approved. He said, quote, I approve. So all that matters. (laughs) Another Porsche owner. Everybody Mm -hmm. owns a Porsche, but me, damn it. (laughs) I don't have a Porsche. (laughs) All right. Let's jump real quick into iSecond Racing. A lot to cover uh, the Lemons Eye Racing League. They had a lot of fun stuff. They had Miatas on Dirt at Lanier. All the Smiths cross the line first. Brian Shrivner was our winner. He was number 11. Off to Irwindale. We did the figure eight with the jump. Jettas, WRC, Beatles, and Dangdol Camaros. And a Wartburger Thief got across at first. But all the Smiths won again because he was our pre-chosen number 24. By the way, that was DFL. Oren Park <laughs> at night in the fog. And this is why Nate Schlevin is so cool. He came up with this concept called the terminators so he added in the ais they were all in delaras all the humans were in miatas so the ai robots included eric rude jay lamb and kim Harmon, along with 20 plus randy bishes now Uncle <laughs> like Dave- you can name the ais <laughs> yes yes i did not know that absolutely there was did the randy wonderful- bishes keep crashing into you from the behind no. So there was a, a wonderful bit where Kim Harmon and uh, Bearded Sim Racer had the screen go full green like the uh, Sony Handycams. And he had c- scrolling across must destroy all humans while Kim Harmon is driving as she comes through. Uh, the overall was understandably won by Randy Bish. I'm not making this up by the AI Randy Bish 69420. <laughs> <laughs> of but, course. Uh, <laughs> But Who Uncle, else was going to win? <laughs> but Uncle, and Randy Bish was in the booth and he's like, I can't find fault with this. I think in a world where robotic Randy Bishes take over. I, I'm excited to bow down to our Randy Bish overlords. Honestly, and, and not only that, not only he would he would absolutely demolish this neighborhood in, in Australia where there are now houses and rebuild Oren Park. And I'm okay with all of that. Uh, finally, we wrapped it up with uh, Uncle Dave, by the way, won that numbers, number seven. Uh, finally, Sebring circa 19 or 2007 with huge ass wang. So we had all the Dolores and the uh, Indy cars. Uh, Sicko crossed first, but the winner was Rambler in number six. Nice. Uh, we on our Monday night race, by the way, because my office is back together, that means my sim setup is now free and I might be able to join us again on Monday nights. So join us all on Monday nights and you can make fun of me who and hasn't I, raced I, in a month. I actually finally made it to the Monday night race. And I, every time I do it, I always like, why do I miss this? This is so much fun. So much fun. So much fun. Uh, 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. Eastern, whatever. Stand, I don't know what this is. Is this standard time? Is this daylight? No, I'm in know. standard time. You're in weird time. Whatever. Eastern time is uh, Eastern daylight time right now. Daylight. Thank you. (laughs) Eastern daylight, whatever. Nine o'clock hosted races. E1R. There's a password. It's ST43. Join us. 
Uh, anyway, we went to Long Beach in preparation for this week's Lemons race. The first was Audi, Stang, Skippies, Miatas, Jettas, and stuff. Uncle Dave just, you know, tore out and won that one without any problem. Uh, the second was Long Beach Celebrity GP with everyone in diesel Jettas with a standing start, which is like everybody crowded into the turn one because there was nothing to do and half the field all balled up into a wad and right into the wall i'm sure uh tyler s ended up with the win just a few seconds up on santiago Tons of I like doing, that's why i like doing standing starts because <laughs> well and that was actually, Especially with that was actually one of the because... subjects is uh, people go is this going to be a pace car and dave goes no and chris it's a standing start and then we get the stoplights we're like yep <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, it really doesn't matter. Like, nobody's passing anybody in the diesel Jettas in the first hundred feet. Like, nope. surprisingly, we, we actually, like, some people got a better start than other people. It was fixed setup baseline, too, because I wanted to make them crappy. Because that's what <laughs> you get on the Celebrity Long Beach Grand yeah. Prix, right? Yeah. Yes. But usually you get, like, a Toyota Celica or something at least well, moderately interesting. We didn't have any of those. No, no. Oh, well. No. Oh, well. You know who else doesn't have a Toyota Celica? I would say, you know, else who doesn't crash out half the field in before the first turn. But yeah, okay, <laughs> you go with yours. Well, I like both. <laughs> oh, boy. Who is it? Oh, it's Chrissy's mom. mom. Oh, I'm just you know waiting what? for also, you to Chrissy's, say it. Chrissy's sister. That's right. Why not? Uh, over over in the Apex adjacent podcast, uh, uh, Eric, and I'm sorry, uh, um, oh my god, why am I blanking on his name? Ian. Ian. Ian, thank you. Ian was traveling to the True Twenty Four, and he injured himself preparing scones for the team. <laughs> and I was like, two kinds of scones? Oh, he should totally be racing with us. <laughs> Facts. Oh. And honestly, uh, you know, the, the, the other part of that, Dave, Dave, like he's not interested in racing yet, but I think we can get him there. But he says, quote, I will din mother the shit out of the first lemons team I'm on, which, yeah. So you're welcome to race with us anytime you want, Dave. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're a little far from them. Anyway, main topic time, something I know nothing about, but luckily mental wrote me stuff. <laughs> Good. Hey, tomorrow, Chrissy and I get on a flight for L.A. Say, say the title. Say the title. The butt oh. preview. Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay. Mental's excited to talk about the butt. Oh, they're going to be butt jokes for months. It's going to be great. Absolutely. So we're going hopping on a flight, Philly to LA nonstop. Friday morning, we drive up the grapevine to the button willow. This weekend, it's going to be dry. It's going to be hot in the mid 90s, if not hotter. Yep. yep Overnight's yep. going to be in the 60s. Bring a light coat. Because it gets chilly because once you've been in the 90s all day. And plus, I'm sure with our group, there's not going to be a whole lot of thick clothes around just because. <laughs> yeah, it's, gonna be, it's definitely going to be a lot of. I actually do it to and from work. To and from work, I listen to my SFPR playlist on Spotify. It's a public list. You guys can all join it. So it's the uh, sorry for party racing SFPR for the for the race weekend. They're Just already get... getting pumped up. Shenanigans are sure to be had. Oh my! They're already <laughs> happening. <Yeah>. I think. <laughs> yes. 
All right, let's talk about the rules. So they're uh, basically the same rules as we have for at most of them this, this season. Uh, driver's meeting will be in person, not on YouTube. That's on Saturday morning. Uh, they're going to talk about refueling, which is apparently a big deal. Oh my gosh, it's pit. You have to go to pit road. Ah, like, but we so always fuel on pit lane. Like, why are they going to no, 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 East, East Coast. Not. Yeah, West Coast, ah. it's new. West Coast and even some Midwest racing, it's oh. freaking people out. Oh, East Coast, West Coast battle, yo. It is. Everybody, no, every, there's no battle. It's just that it's happening and everybody. <laughs> West side. West side. Vineyard. <laughs> um, so apparently it's a big thing. So, oh my gosh, refueling rules. Well, I'm sure there will be a big controversy. Uh, okay, so now there. I know why everyone's freaking out. Oh I was my, like, right? What do you mean hot pit fueling? It's always like, hot pit fueling. It's, it's fine. Just calm down. Bring it to just bring it to cart. Um, although this pit is very large. So it's going to be, if you're, you have no, you're we're, we're, uh, John will have the specifics, but at the driver's meeting, you're not getting the whole pit. You're only getting like part of it. I'm just, okay. Oh, well, Pittsburgh it might be a lot, might be a bit of a long walk. So it's a, yeah, 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 it's, it's a bit of a long at. walk from some of it. So do we have a cart? I hope we have a cart. That's Somebody's what I was getting a at. Cart. I think Jack yeah. has a cart. Anyway, uh, bring a cart, please. I, I have uh, a cart. You want to put it on the plane? No, no, um, no paddock refueling. Okay, good. Um, make sure you bring your license to the gate because I think that's how they're doing all both your wristbands. So you're making sure that you don't have to do it twice, which is awesome. Uh, tech time are already scheduled. Make sure that you know when yours is. Uh, they probably will call it out. Uh, maybe, but okay. they were emailed to you. And at least sure. at every race that I have worked this year, someone just rolls a car up and I'm like, uh, you're, you're not on my list. And they're like, what list? I'm like, you have a, a scheduled tech time. Where it's in your email. Mm-hmm. I have an email. Oh, uh, uh, email. They sent me an email. <laughs> Wait, that? That's not my email. That must have been Fred's email. Fred, check Fred, check your email. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, it's well, alarmingly I mean, accurate. Yes. Right. Uh, okay. So make been sure there. you figure out what your tech, tech time is. Uh, that's very going to be very helpful to everybody. Uh, social distancing rules apply uh, to make sure for your team, uh, no mask mandate, but make sure you're making your own decisions. Talk to your team, make sure that everybody is comfortable with your decision and everybody else's decision. I know that some of our team will be uh, splitting up because they do are concerned. So we will yeah, make sure, make your own decisions, be smart. You're, you're building pods. I think there's pods, um, but also, you know, just be respectful is really what it comes down to. And of course, once, uh, if, if there is a COVID case, uh, it's not fun to be questioning how much you talk to that guy. So let me just tell you that from personal experience. Uh, garages are a bit scattered. Be prepared to drive. If you have to go to yours and paddock speed limit still applies. Duh. And I have, I have a wonderful penalty <laughs> for people that are speeding in the paddock. Go so slower than you think it is. That's what the answer is. Go slower than you think you're going. Uh, let's see. Wear your gear to tech. Carry your helmet, shoes, Hans. Uh, it's a great idea. Really, it is. It's a wonderful thing that we changed to. Because so much easier. Nobody wants to touch your gross things. I've done gear tech. It's disgusting. I don't want to touch. And they just, people just open your bag and you're like, here. And I was like, I am not touching that. And so because if I help any- gear tech. When people were throwing the sweaty crap at you, you were there yeah. too. I'm saying, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Oh my God. It was gross. Disgusting. So, I'm so happy that you wear your stuff, especially when you just get out of the, not just when you get out of the car, but like if you're already suited to do something, then just bring, come over and, and uh, show, show your gear stuff. You have to do a little spin around, do a little dance. Cause that's fun too. making sure there's no holes and all that's good stuff, but make sure that you have all your stuff available, all your tags out so everybody can look at them. 
Um, uh, there is nothing close to this this track. Nothing. You are going to have to drive Dust. very very the middle of the away. desert everybody middle, there's not like don't assume we had a cut we had a team conversation and said hey can i just like go out and get some more beer um you're gonna have to go to a truck stop and you, you might get oh. a 40 and it's gonna be disgusting so if you want something <laughs> yeah, special OE, baby old no, english right ew, ew. um so really there's hurricane <laughs> you might get that but you might not i don't even know but anyway nothing close there is a gas station a convenience store five miles away which apparently has lovely gas station burritos they so do, can, it's, and you can it probably is. get some meth. So. I don't it's, believe it's, it's, that mental is agreeing. No, no, it is. It's 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 because it's in the middle of the uh, almond groves, and so there oh. is a lot. There's a lot of seasonal workers there, but that particular one, they close up like at ten o'clock. So you got to get on the freeway and go up two exits to the nearest uh, stop where you'll get you know a forty of old English. Okay, okay. Um, I did not believe the person who said that there is good gas station burritos because that sounds disgusting, but. I might believe you because you might know a little bit more about breathing. They look sketchy, but they're good. Okay, fine. Um, gas is expensive. Uh, current prices for 91 is uh, 520. And oh, up. yeah, that's going to be exciting. <laughs> Nearest Walmart uh, is in Wasco, 20 miles away. And uh, Auto Parts Store is about the same. I think you can go one way or the other to find either one, but they're still freaking far away. Uh, and my last item is that there is a fantastic potluck Sunday dinner, uh, excuse me, Saturday dinner, um, bring sides with serving spoons, um, bring some plates if you can, but like uh, they all, somebody's bringing some, which is good, but do not listen to these things. Do not bring a half eaten pizza. Do not, or do not bring one container of potato salad for your team of four, eight, 16, whatever seriously bring enough food bring a bunch of sides for the amount of people that you have don't expect and show up i'm sure the west coast is nicer than the east coast but literally this happened in the last potluck that we had uh bring some stuff show up bring it with you because obviously we've said there's nothing close to here so bring it with you and uh if you don't know what to bring for a side think about something with some sort of fresh vegetable matter because i made that damn salad and people were like green stuff i must have some like i think it was the only one the vegetable yeah i was the only one who brought like like anything sort of green and it was tomatoes and cucumbers like it was so easy but anyway thank you thank you there are rv spots at this joint um but they have full electric and they have water but no sewer so you're taking your pool and water with you they have Um, a dump station you just can't hook up while you're in your spot yeah um so yeah there's only a few of them and they get filled up so get there uh are they pre-reserving them do we know or yes. are they first come first because that's that's how we've already so built they're our probably compound. reserved already so why we bring yeah. it up there are 14 paved spots and 29 unpaved rv spots uh paved spots are 35 dollars a day unpaved are 30 wow uh um, reason we yeah. bring it up is so that people don't go Oh, I just thought I would get a spot yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is my spot. I brought my RV. I was here first. Uh, Fred, did you read your email? No. <laughs> and they're going to go complain to Nick about the lack yeah, of parking and then exactly. the weather. <laughs> yeah. So if you're hearing this now and you're like, RV spots, I should get an RV spot. Too effing late. Fred. Call the track, though. You Call the track. You never know. Call the track. You never know. Somebody might they're, have given the, it up. The, the track is very nice. The staff is great. Yeah, the link is in the show notes if you want to see the track, um, if you want to try and reserve one of the spots, but give it up. 
Charlie. Uh, track has a grill that has breakfast and lunch. Standard track food, not bad, according to Mental, because I haven't eaten it. Uh, it's open 7 to 5 p.m. Saturday and 7 to 3 p.m. on Sunday. There's a test day on Friday. It is hosted by the track. The only way to sign up, though, is the track office in person. So if you have not yet registered for the track day, that is possible. If you have not registered for an RV spot, Good luck, Chuck. Uh, track walk Friday after the track is cold from the test day, 5.15 to 6.15 with announcements starting around 5. No motorized bicycle. No motorized vehicles. Excuse me. Bicycles. Okay. They will be sweeping up the stragglers at 6.30 and beating them in the head with a stick, I believe, for going too slow. Uh, the track has fuel on site and it is $4.99 a gallon for 91, according to the website. So that means it is cheaper than the 91 offsite. Or the website's out of date, but that's, what, the it said today. that's what it said today on the site. Thank, uh, you for, thank you for digging that up. There is a tire center at the track that Very is good staffed. tire center. Yes. Wow. And also, that's where you get your ice. If you need ice for your cool suit, they sell ice. It lasts like three races. I've seen people with like loose tires going, uh, is there a tire machine around here? I'm like, no, asshole. There's not a tire machine around here. But hey, good for button, Willow. Hmm? Oh, Chrissy. Chrissy, that's you. It's fake. Sorry. I thought we were talking about the fuel and I missed the conversation. I'm sorry. Let's talk about <laughs> the track. Woo! Okay. Uh, Lemons is going to be running the bus stop option with the back straight, which makes this a 12 cor- turn course. The bus stop is turn six, even though it has two turns. Uh, if you were there the last year, f- last few years, it's going to be that layout. Do we know which number layout this is mental? Like Von Willow has 40 something configurations. I think, I, this, call, I think they call this, this like 13 wanna, or 26 or something like that. Or, I want to say they call this 13 clockwise. Uh, Chris, clockwise, do you want to try yeah. and find one? 13, and put it up on 13. The no, I've got it. I've already, okay. I already have all that. 13, oh, yeah. uh, 13 CW. Okay. Yeah. Cause we're running the off ramp and the bus stop and Phil Hill and star Mazda. Mm-hmm. So yes, if, I'm if, excited to learn okay. about this track. Okay. So we are driving this weekend with the great crew from Ranwood Parked and the relocated Sorry for Party Racing. Uh, Chrissy and I haven't raced Button Willow since 2011, or maybe or was it 2012. No, it was late 2011 when we won IOE with Spank and the uh, Class C Onslaught. Onslaught, which was yeah, this is fantastic. the Moak, right? The Moak, the America, the Mini, and the Simca. This was this is very early on in the Simca's life. Wow. So, Right. Uh, so anyway, we're, uh, we're looking forward to, to enjoying the, the track again. And, you know, we haven't really been there in so long, so we need a virtual track walk and we have been there. So I certainly can't do it. It's been too long. So the person we're going to have to do it, they are a licensed instructor, a racing official. They've taught and raced there for three years lately, not competing at this race, but we got them here tonight. So let's welcome our guest. I didn't know we had uh, a guest. This asshole. <laughs> who invited him hi by sorry. the way mental i don't know I'm if not, you read sorry the, i'm not better looking i don't know if you read the comments on the Your recently released the recently released lemons video where you are uh commenting on I, what race is it i can't even remember autobahn 
Autobahn uh, did, did, did that one with Eric. It was great. You're you're catching a lot of heat in the comments, buddy. Just so you know. <laughs> Long hair, hippie. Somebody, <laughs> his hair. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I I I I'm gonna take the comparisons to Keanu Reeves as a compliment. So. I was only doing that so you had time to put up the track map. Put up the track map. Let's do it. Okay. So, oh, uh, track map I did not put up. Give me a handful of seconds. Uh, no, what I did bring, I no, stalling. I brought up a, uh, I brought up a video. So we are, oh, we're gonna and show I will, I will actually have a, uh, a uh, some copies with me if you guys want it. No, you pull up whatever you're going to pull up. You're, you're in charge. I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I know I'm terrible now. at this. Sorry. It's, it's a, a good layout. And here is, I believe I am allowed to share this share should be all on. right. I know. Right. Share should be on. Uh, like Jeff said, I'm just at this point, I'm stalling. All right. So I'll, I'll sing. Well, I've got, I've got, a, <laughs> I've got a good thing for stalling. I, I went on YouTube right. to try to look that up to see the comments and I'm on the logged in as E1R. And this is how I know <laughs> some things going on in life lately. Uh, there's a Porsche 928 video. Um, there's there's some Aussie man reviews. There's Apex adjacent, and there's a mix of Van Halen eruption guitar solo. So I think that has to do with the 928 as well. So <laughs> I was gonna say because either that's Jeff or they just tied it into the uh, the 928, which says legit. All right, folks, we're gonna run a little long. Uh, and, and if you're not racing at Buttonwillow this weekend, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate everything. But let's talk about this because it is a 13 turn course, and we are going to bring up. The first, well, we'll start with the map right here. Now, as you can see, they've got the, the, and they like to name their corners for obvious reasons, because there's a half a dozen different configurations. The track is actually properly and safely set up to run in both directions. It is owned by the SCCA, first came operational in 1996. Where I am moving my cursor right now, hopefully that's showing up, is the main street. It is, we can see it. And everything inside there, that's the giant paddock area. There's also a fantastic karting track there, unimportant. So let's talk about turn one. They call it sunrise. Slightly more than 90 degrees. And it's exactly what you do with a 90 degree turn. And I'm going to bring up a YouTube video now. And we'll go through this. Now, this is him coming into turn one, sunrise there. Now, You'll hear if you listen to the commentary, which I have the sound turned off, they talk about there's an access road right there. That's a good reference for your braking markers. That's when you're going to want to start thinking about braking. I think this particular video, the guy turns a little early. I like to turn towards the end of these gators or where the gators curve but it's a good try. It's a flat 90 degree turn. You come around the corner. It's exactly what you think in your exit point is right there. At the end of the gators, you want to bring your eyes around. I'm sorry. This is a, they're coming on. That was turn 12. I'm an idiot. This is them coming into the main straightaway. There's your flag station right there. Now he's coming into turn one. This is the access road. Ah, now I see the access road. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it the All first right, time. Down. I was like, All right. holy shit, I can't see the access road. And I like to turn. I like to turn into the gators. Oh, yeah, he but definitely I, turned early. 
I've been driving Corey's Omega, which sticks like bubblegum to hot asphalt. So I, I make a, a nice late turn right there. But it's a traditional apex. You can see the cone right there. It was knocked over, comes out. There's a flag station you need to pay attention to. Have your head on a swivel because also right here is track entry. They have a very short blend line. Now you're going to be coming into turn two. This is called off-ramp. Now it's very short from one to two. It's very bumpy. You're going to want to be on the outside after the turn because it's a better setup for turn for two. But also, as we mentioned, the people coming out of the pits are going to be on your left. Break early, not as hard as you think you need to because you can see already in this video, it's a slight incline and up and to the right. Now there's a pavement repair as you come into it. I like to put the inside tires inside of that pavement repair your mileage may vary. Do not be in a hurry to mash the throttle on a high horsepower car because as you crest the hill, you're going to get light. Rear end's going to want to come out. As you get on here, get your eyes deep into that corner. Look into it. The exit for this is those the end of those gators right there. You've got another short straightaway before you get into cotton corners. Turn three. Now this is you a can complex. really see a lot. Like you can see the whole track. Like one of the there benefits no of trees. being in there's the middle no, of the desert no, and having no <laughs> elevation is I can see everything. Yes, there is nothing. So coming into cotton corners, same drill. You want to break late traditional 90 degree for the first right get it in there now you're going to find people they're going to mash the throttle then jump back on the brakes because they think that's faster it's not get a good steady throttle bring it in here and then make the nice turn as you're coming through this flag station you want to pay attention to because as you crest the hill people are going to get light they're going to spin out and if you see a waving yellow a, you want to be safe. B, you don't want to get come see me in the penalty box because you've made a pass under yellow. This is also a terrible place to be too wide. But don't think folks aren't going to try it. Don't be that person. If you're coming up on a slower car, set your timing. You can actually pass them in just a couple of seconds. Just wait for it. I, I believe you, this is the section where the Humber Super Snipe died. That was at a different track. Was it? I wasn't here. Yeah, I thought it was. That was it. No, that was a Chuck Walla. Uh, now, just you'll, dusty. you'll see here, this driver's got some turn in. I don't like to crest the hill with some steering input. I think you're asking for trouble, but the suspension on this car is impressive. This is your aim point. If you're going straight, as you go right past that gator, don't get on those gators, and then crest the hill, you're coming down into four in a great bike. See how talk about what that inputs. For those who are not watching the video, yes. who might be listening to this on the way to the track, what is that aim point you're getting as you're cresting the hill there? So right in front of the flag tower, there is the, the, the apex of the gators where they come farthest out into the track. You want to shoot for that. That's your apex as you're coming through the corner. So thank you for that. And then you want to be going straight. If you watch this video, you'll notice the driver had to add some opposite because the car got light and he slid a little bit coming over that hill. And it's going to happen and it's going to get worse as the day goes on and the track heats up. Because if you notice, there are no trees. Most of the reference points visually that we'll be talking about are going to be on the track itself, because if you look at this video right now, you can see until tomorrow, yeah. there is nothing. And, and you know what's road. on the left side of the track? Brown, dusty shit. You know what's on the right <laughs> side of the track? Brown, dusty shit. So you'll come down. And if that you go hill. into it, it just goes everywhere and gets oh. into the every nook and cranny of everything. Oh, my God. Yeah, if somebody still... goes off, you're going to be able to see it forever. I'm still cleaning dust off from my off when I drove the uh, WAP last year and Matt made fun of me for it. 
So as you're coming down the sill, you do want to dab the brakes a little bit to set the nose because you're going to be turning into grapevine, which is a right hand onto the back straightaway. Now, it's there's not the straightaway. It's also a fairly traditional. Now, this is exactly what they're talking about. If you look in the video, there's, there's a big, dust. Yeah, big cloud of dust. And that was just somebody who dropped a wheel. It wasn't even like a big one. If they go off, the track can get completely obscured. The other key point to this is it also is a good point where it's going to get slippery as the day goes on. Use those gaiters, the curbing on the outside for your reference as you're coming out of there. A question. Will the dust create problems with the surface? Like yes. if you go through a cloud of dust, could you, is it a skating rink or is it? How it's bad not a it? it's not a skating rink, but you'll know you'll know where there's dust getting kicked up on there. Yeah. Depending on how hot it gets, you'll also get those little heat twisters, and they'll just be moving across the racetrack. And folks are driving through them and driving around them as you're coming down. Uh, the little dirt, devils. but it's not like it's not like like marbles like on a gravelly track. No, it's it, it you'll you'll oh, it's dusty, but it's it not feels terrible. it feels dusty. I've lost a little yeah. traction. Gotcha. Now. Keep going. Coming down, as you come up here, you'll notice there's a slight yump as you're getting set up into turn five. So This is the get, bus stop, right? Uh, before you, uh, turn five enters you into the bus stop, and that's mm -hmm. going to be the right turn we're talking about here. There is a flag station on the inside of that corner. Uh, you really don't need to slow down. Don't go into it your first lap with it matted, but start to build speed, and you'll find out exactly where your traction limits are. The later you can turn here, the better off you're going to be. You get it in there, touch that curbing on the inside. Again, you'll see the driver here had to add some opposite lock because they went into it. I think he turned too early and I think he pinched it. I like to let her drift out here if I've got the whole track to me, but you can do this almost full throttle. This is now the bus stop, which is two left turns and a straightaway. So we're coming in the first part of it. You'll notice he got his upshift done. Both of these turns, the nature of them, you don't want to be shifting because the car, as you push in the clutch and go to gear, car gets light so get the shifting done i like to do it before you enter into five there, there's Your another great dust cloud in this shot right there oh there, there will be that. dust clouds all day yeah <laughs> uh this so now the bus stop pair of left-hand turns and a straightaway you exit five Clear your mirrors because the fast folks, your uh, your eyesores, your all those guys, they're going to be rolling up on you, hella shitty, all that kind of stuff, all over this. You're going to also be picking up speed, and genuinely, as you enter into the first left, there's not a need to get on the brakes. This left is even faster than five, and everyone's going to be passing you. Now, if you're setting up for a pass and you're getting ready to go around a car before you pull out of traffic, a real quick glance at those mirrors, make sure you're not jumping out in front of something that's moving quick. So you come down this straightaway through here. Now you'll notice the road itself jigs to the right before it goes back to the left. Don't fall for that. Go straight into it. This one, you can actually touch that curbing as you're coming through the second left exiting yeah. turn six. And this guy those hammered. curves are both those both of those curves are black from all of the people that have run over. Yeah. So that that's what I was gonna say. The game. same thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Now, this exits you from bus stop into what is called truck stop. And again, you'll notice someone just dropped a wheel. The whole track is almost covered in dust. Wait till someone actually spins out. It's insane. So as you get set up into turn six, give your, give your suspension a good load on, get the wheel set, mat it. You can go through this just hammering all the way through. And then and leads, the floorboards. Right. It leads almost seamlessly into 
turn eight, which is known as Riverside. Now off to the right, you can't see it here. That is another flag station. And it is also the other black flag station besides the main one on there. So if you do this properly, you're not going to notice really a difference between seven and eight. It's just going to bleed right into it. Eight is a long high speed sweeper. The uh, outside of eight is very bumpy. It's going to feel like it's so you want to kind of set the car in the middle. Uh, the inside also gets bumpy in there. You've got a little space, take it in the middle. If otherwise, you know, give faster cars around here. The entire track itself is actually very wide. So if you need to pass someone on the inside or the outside and you're certain they're not going to do anything stupid, you're clear to do it. A quick sweep of your mirrors saves you from any fast moving surprises. Get that wheel set. Now the visual reference I like to use is I look all the way through eight, all the way up to Phil Hill. Chris, I, I heard a breath like somebody was going to, Oh, Jeff was just yawning. Cause I'm sorry. It's no, okay. no, no, no. I, I, I was actually, I, I'm totally enamored trying to figure out what kind of Honda this is. And it's, who's an, an, the an, S2000. it's an S2000 an is turbocharged. It's yeah. an AP two too. So it's yeah. A- uh, he's, uh, I believe the, uh, the prefaces, of the video, like he's, making about, he's making about 300 horsepower is what they said oh. to the wheels. Oh. So you'll note they're, they're coming in here and here's where you can see the setup. Now the tower I'm referencing is right there, but that's just a good place to bury your eyes because there are very few visual references off the track. Let it come wide and then bring it back to about the middle of the track before you enter into the setup going up and to I- Phil Hill. And again, I'm amazed at how much of the track you can see. You can see this entire S. It's a great place to practice. If you've got problems with your vision, you tend to focus about 30 feet in front of the car. This is a great place to train yourself to be better at that. And and probably a really good place to practice the traffic management because you're going to be able to see what's happening so far ahead You can plan your passes two or three turns out. And that's an excellent point. Absolutely. Now, as you crest Phil Hill, there is a cone right here. It'll probably last two or three of the first laps before it gets punted. But that's your turn-in point. And just like the other hill, you don't want to go over a hill adding steering. You'll notice the driver in this video had too much. Now he's got opposite lock as he drifts over the hill. The car is going to get very light. Where this red MR2 is, that's where I like to aim the car as I come over the hill. There's a huge temptation. I've noticed this with a lot of students. As you crest a slightly blind corner, they're always scared and they want to turn more. This is always a bad idea. Have that line before you crest the hill. And again, look at how much track you can see. Yeah. Crazy. Now you, you exit Phil Hill. It's a nice little apex right here. This is a great place to get a lot of passing done on the straightaway, going all the way down into Star Mazda. You're going to be cooking. It is going to be very hard on the brakes. Take note of this flag tower because folks will drop a wheel. Now, Star Mazda goes forward and it's a center apex. That's the plan. Sometimes things change. And if you do the actual, uh, what they call the, uh, the crossover turn, it's a double apex. We're going to have to ignore that part for this. So you're coming into this corner again, get your eyes as deep as you can into that corner. This is a good apex. And that leads you into the S's. Now these curbing a little bit flatter. So if your car likes curbing, absolutely bounce it off there. The, um, the lemon over all of them, just straight. 
Absolutely. Awesome. The, uh, <laughs> the Pontiac Le Mans, the, the lemons car that comes through the air. He just foot bump, foot bump. And it doesn't even move. The Omega actually likes, actually likes to bounce off these curbs. Matt could do it in the WAP. I could not do it very successfully in the WAP. So I, I just barely touched them as I was coming through, but it's exactly SSR. If you're not watching the video, it's exactly what you think. You've got six rights and lefts and they alternate left, right, left, right, left, right, left. The first one, of course, is an extension of the star Mazda. Find a speed and hold it. Then there's a left. Don't yank on the wheel. Let the car bite in. Gradually turn it in there. There is not a universal opinion on S's. I am of the opinion that with S's, you find a speed and it's like skiing. You carve a course. You can try and do the throttle brake, throttle brake, but you're going to upset the car. And if you just get a good speed and let the steering do the work, you're going to be a lot happier. Uh, it leads to what people will refer to as Zorro. Zorro actually refers to a shortened version of the course, but really it's just uh, it's a straightaway as you're coming in. Now, take note, there's another flag station on here, and this is also pit exit. So you're coming into there, so you're entering the SS, and the turn ahead is turn 12. It's called Sunset. Now, there is curbing out to the right. You don't want to touch this because you're going to be hard on the brakes, and this curbing is very slippery, and your car will not brake evenly. It's exactly as you think it is, a very traditional, very late apex. You'll notice the turning cones right there. Hit that apex, come through here, and this is a great setup if you want to do a lot of steering. He turned a little early. Notice all the opposite steering that he had to use on there, and that takes you down the straightaway. The tower hangs over the track as you're coming down. Good place to sweep the gauges, clear the mirrors, and the track begins anew. So, any questions? I know that uh, was extremely involved, but that's I've, I've spent a lot of time at that track the last two years. Seems like a nice refresher if I've ever been there, but I haven't. So mm -hmm. actually I, right. I never, never seeing much about that track ever. I, I, I got the vibe. It's a, it's Chrissy mentioned it years ago. You know, the pooping at button willow. Uh, they do have you the concrete. Yeah. The concrete uh, universal. It's these showers are on the outside with the curtains. Uh, a couple of years ago, everyone got to see Corey. And his full glory because the wind just kind of knocked the shower curtain up. Uh, I know where the good showers are. I'm not going to say on this podcast. I'll, I'll tell you guys, you know, uh, where you get a little <laughs> bit more privacy. Uh, I think you said it a few few weeks ago. <laughs> it's as a as a track goes. It's a great track. There's some nuances to it, and there's there's a lot of good places where you can slowly experiment. Everything that Chris has been talking about during our entire Going Faster series, and everything that Chrissy talked about during our Going Faster series, you can pick one corner and just work on that for four or five laps, and you will immediately and viscerally know and know if you're improving. And then other ones, once you kind of get them set, there's great places where you can go offline because the track is so long and get yourself a good run on a car in front of you. Just always remember whatever you're doing to get around somebody, there Somebody's might be somebody faster to be you. So just, just clear the mirrors. And does anybody know what uh, the car count is? Seems like a lot of track. We did that cars. earlier in the episode. We oh, did we? You listened well. Cars. You listened well. Yeah. Well, the, we we did that for like four different races. So I don't remember we did. which one. This uh, was. Right now, so, uh, expect ninety plus cars to take the track. <clears throat> I there's a lot of track though. It's it's really wide. What's mm -hmm. the length? Three point one miles. Yeah, it's a lot of track. I think you'll you'll have elbow room. Mm -hmm. Probably pack, mm -hmm. but it'll probably pack up like most do you know and and uh if you've got an in-car or if you're looking at race monitor after you get out of the track the the timing 
uh, if you can remember, oh, on this lap, I tried something weird. The, the, ink, the, the differences in your times will absolutely give you a feedback on whether or not it worked. Hmm. All right. And uh, let's just review again. So uh, do you know your car number, Chrissy and Chris? It's the 944, but. 751. 751 on your race monitor. Sorry for, will, will it be listed as sorry for party? Uh, gang ruins the national championship. Gang, oh, that's right. Gang ruins. All the gang yeah. ruins. <laughs> yes. There will be several gang ruins. So Corey will be there with the Omega, right? Yes. Yep. The WAP is 25. The, the Omega is 70. will be yeah. the, we it's should mention, because not everybody knows. It's 25. It's a, Pontiac Solstice. Anybody know 2007. Seven, seven. Thank you. 07 Pontiac Solstice. Uh, the Omega is a 70. Doesn't matter. It's an LS. 76. There you go. Spirit of 76. Absolutely. Yep. And then the 951. Right. And then also the Failbird. Failbird, the will, failbird be will be there too. I did yep. not know that. Oh, Car yes. 35. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if it holds together, this kind of track, the Failbird will do well. That's, it eats a lot of gas. It's a lot of gas. And at this track, it's going to eat so much more. <laughs> yep. Yep. We keep telling uh, them they have to go to a more modern motor. That's going to be more efficient because it just it just eats too much gas in that big old carburetor. They don't care. They love no. that car. Mm-hmm. It's going no. to be exactly as it is for. No, but that car would also be awesome with a six liter swap or a five three swap. <laughs> so, it would probably gain horsepower with a five three swap. Yeah, uh, and lightener. Yeah, and now and there'll be there's a lot of experience coming out there. Anton's going to be there. Corey's run this track. Matt, the 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 all those guys, uh, Tim, all those folks with the the. Gang Ruins, the Sorry for Party crew. They've got a lot of laps there. There's some other teams that have run a lot of great there. Hella Shitty has one there. Eyesore has one there. So there is experience to be had. Talk to people if there's a, a corner you're not getting. You can come find me. There's smarter people than me, but if they don't want to, they don't like you, yeah, come talk to me. Uh, you don't want to talk to me during the day because I'm working the penalty box and I've got a host of just mean things that I'm going to do to you. It's funny. Well, I'm sorry I'm not going to be there. I'm also sorry I'm not going to be at NCM because my plan was to go to NCM until my son's social schedule and my work schedule kind of nixed that. So, oh, well. But we're sorry, wah, too. Wah. We are. We're genuinely sorry. Uh, we, I can't remember the last. Well, I think Pitt was the last time before it was actually all raced together. Yeah. So, yeah. Ah. Well, Jeff, I know you're looking forward to doing an away race this year. Didn't happen. Oh, Didn't happen. I think that was on yep. our bucket list this year. Yes. Yeah, it's, yep. it's been a bad year for everybody, but uh, you know. Eh, we're making trips. Not on my bucket list was rebuilding a broken free <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah. True. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. But well, NCM was going to be my away race. So, yeah. oh, well. Oh, well. Next year. Oh, uh, well. Next year it is. Let's move on. Do we have a. Yes, we do. Okay. So we're going, we're talking about going to the desert. Uh, regardless, if you're going to, uh, either lemons race, you're probably going to be somewhere hot. So if you're going to one of those, uh, you're just going to be in the desert. You're going to be in Kentucky, beautiful Kentucky, which we were talking about before the show. Um, it's going to be hot. Maybe you live. Three of us have also raced that track. Yes. And and Mm -hmm. you, uh, it's going to, it might be somewhere warm either way. Uh, if not, uh, let's just talk about hydration. So here's a dumb thing. Drink a lot of water. Um, and coffee doesn't count. 
Uh, people like people, some people say it is, does no. I just, just drink water. Like that's really what the answer is. Uh, Gatorade's great too. Drink it before you're thirsty. That's the biggest answer is keep drinking it. Drink before you think that you want to drink more. Uh, when you're drinking alcohol, uh, incre- you're increasing your dehydration. So really try to drink a glass of water in between your drinks, like just chug it or something. And then, uh, maybe you'll drink a less, one less beer because you'll be full or something, or you'll just keep drinking, but seriously try drinking a, a glass of water or something like that. Uh, find some fruits, maybe like a watermelon. Some people, oh, Jeff was so excited when the orange guy was slices. like, slices. Guy, well, it was sure. Orange slices are fine too. When the guy was like, hey, do you want some cold watermelon? You were like, oh my God. When the, when the, um, I don't remember pun- who that was. I Punisher, remember Punishers came over. It was Punisher. You're right. Right. Uh, came over to 928 so. people. That's yes. Okay. Yeah, sure. But how well uh, did that work out for them? Okay, fine. Uh, so they came over with watermelon, uh, find a salad, something like that. Okay. So gross, but, uh, watch your pee. So hopefully you have to go. Um, and if you're not, you're seriously dehydrated, but you know, it's more Brown it gets the more in trouble you are. So, uh, also get on it. And, um, you can consider in, uh, investing in hydration salts. If you're going to a race this weekend, it is too difficult for you to buy that, but we love it. Called- I'm showing you something. You're not paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're- oh, yes. There um, we go. It's, it's, we- except that it's on fire. <laughs> a little smoke. Right. A little oil smoke. It's fine. I'm it's totally fine. trying to do totally a fine. show here. Come okay, on. Okay, I'm almost done. Um, we love a thing called trioral, and we buy it on uh, Amazon. You add it to water, you and magic happens in half an hour. Don't ask me how I know. It works great for a hangover. Um, we will probably we will bring be bringing uh, multiple kinds of things to help people that we know this weekend. So if you're hurting, come find me. No one on our team is going to drink anything this weekend. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> It's fine. It could be just the lack of water because sometimes you get away. Isn't it like somebody's birthday? Are we are we nope. talking about that or are we just ignoring that on the? Podcast? No, he. Oh, no, I think didn't he say? I, well, well, we oh. should say, hey, say happy birthday to pantsless Matt when you see him. Give him a big Absolutely. wet kiss. And a claw. No, COVID. And, and, don't give him a kiss. That's true. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Air kiss. The, or, uh, mm-hmm. Grab his ass. Like that grab, grab both cheeks. <clears throat> you, can't, like, you can't, you can't catch COVID grabbing a butt. So that's right. At least yep. you don't think so. Anyway. That's good. I want somebody to grab his ass and be like, that was from Jeff. <laughs> Jeff told hey. me on the podcast. I'm supposed to grab your ass. Everyone right. do that. Yeah. He's, he's the guy in the rainbow zebra shorts. Go ahead. Next time I'll see him. He'd be like, Jeff, what the fuck? Man? I mean, there's yeah. a lo- there might be a lot of zebra <laughs> shorts. I mean, there's going to be True. more zebra shorts because uh, at least one more of sorry, for, at least one more of sorry for parties coming, if not multiple. Yes. So, but but you'll 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 look at it and be like, that's a guy that is called pantless Matt. That is instantly clear when you when you look over. If you have to, oh, I I, I hope you know I hope somebody Matt. grabs Dean's ass and says, "Hey Matt, <laughs> that was from Jeff." He's like, "What? No." <laughs> I don't know. Yep. All right. That's all I got. Drink your water, please. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm so excited. I'm jealous and I'm going to be at Boy Scout camp. So I probably won't have enough internet <laughs> to watch, uh, but well, we'll, we'll try to text be you there. and then it'll just load on your phone. Uh, I, I fully stuff. expect us to be doing some updates. So uh, watch our social medias. Oh, we're going to be, we're going to be, we're going to be having tons of fun. And there might be stuff on that Instagram story that we want to hurry up and delete the next morning. But with a guy like Pantsless Matt having a birthday, what could go wrong? Uh, 
luckily, I'm very excited because I get to hear all about it next week. That's too loud. That's right. you it's Music it'll be that? it's post butt. Post the post butt hangover. Out of the next butt. week. Out of the butt. Out of the Excellent butt. I like butt that joke. Yes. The after butt. Yes. Uh, thank you for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We also hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoy this podcast, grab Matt's ass and say it's from Jeff. And then go to iTunes and give us five stars and give us a rating. Or if you're watching on YouTube, put it right down there in the doodly-doo. And uh, we'll comment right back at you. Uh, if you have any questions or show ideas, drop a comment on our Facebook page, Everyone Racers, or email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com. You can still text us. That's You're, you're showing your wife's face? You're like That's, that's you're my pointing. wallpaper on my phone. Yeah, so text me. Say. Pictures of your junk. <laughs> or not. Uh, 484-243-0455. That number again, 484-243-0455. Find us on Instagram or Twitter at everyone.racers, YouTube, Facebook, Everyone Racers, Reddit at slash E1R. I posted stuff there. Nobody's commented back, whatever. Thanks again. And until next week, keep the shiny side up unless you're racing a button willow. And then it's also damn dusty. You can't tell what side is what. So just keep those wheels down.